we've got a big semi-final at the Cricket World Cup coming up on Wednesday night, New Zealand time. We'll have live commentary right here on SENZ for you. And a big part of the New Zealand cricket team at this World Cup has been Rachin Ravindra. He's been the real find of the tournament from a Black Caps point of view. Three centuries at the tournament. The first Kiwi to score three centuries at one World Cup. And a man who knows him very well has followed his career right through from a coaching point of view from high school right through his Wellington days is Mark Borthwick. He joins us now, good morning, Mark. How are you? Hey, Ricardo. I'm good, mate. How about you? Yeah, good. Thank you, Mark. Good. And, uh, I mean, you must be absolutely stoked to, to, to see Rachid really fire, uh, particularly on the biggest stage. I, I tell you what, the uh, the IPL contracts, are, I, I'm sure, are, are already uh, getting prepared for him, mate. I mean, now, what have you made of him? And and did you see this coming? Oh, he's, uh, he's a, uh, yeah, can write his own checks pretty much, couldn't he? Oh, yes, absolutely. As a young fellow, I mean, he was one of the most well-planned cricketers you'd ever come across, sort of really clear about his direction and where he wanted to go. And um, just a great team man as well. You know, just one of those wonderful young guys who just is really keen to do the best he can. And um, I was always, always, always keen to try and work hard at his game um, and had some objectives right from the start. When he, when he started out, just wanted to be as, the best he could be. Um, so from my perspective, it, it, was, it was great to be able to just really provide an environment for him to thrive in and uh, give him the opportunities to, to express himself. His dad was a fantastic coach as well. So, um, you know, that, that he, he sort of handed him over almost and said, you do with him what you see best. So um, that, was, that was great. Well, when did you first uh, start working with Rutch and at what age? And, and did you see the talent from the get-go? I, I went over to Dad. dad Rachin's dad used to run trips to India with a little group called the Hut Hawks, uh, and um, it gave the opportunity for young cricketers to go into India and play in the Indi- Indian conditions. And I remember travelling over to um, uh, together with Ravi, his dad, um, overseas to India uh, to help out and, and be a part of those teams and do a little bit of coach development, which is where I, I, um, um, which is my my sort of forte and my role. Um, and um, yeah, right from that from the, those early beginnings, you know, he would come up to me with his, his game plan on his iPad and say, "Oh, Mike, can you have a look at my game plan?" You know, and um, it was just incredible the way he organised himself and got himself set up to play in those. So, so just towards the end of intermediate school, and then I really made contact with him when he started at Hutt International Boys School. Um, he started as a year nine there, um, and. Um, I, I, I sort of ensured that he, one of the things I, w- I wanted him to do was certainly experience his year nine year the best he could to make mates. So he played year nine cricket. And then, um, and then we got him into the, into the, into the first 11 as a year 10. Uh, and he absolutely thrived in that environment. He initially struggled a little bit with his agility and obviously growing as a young teenage boy would. Um, but he got stronger and stronger and better and better as time progressed, you know. And um, just a great, a really hard worker. Fantastic, um, you know, a real proper cricketer. So, so apart from his work ethic, Mark, what what assets did you see in that early um, part of his career? Was it his resilience, or you know, just that just his what, attitude was right? Yeah, just well planned and and learned from mistakes. You know, he he, he never blamed anybody. It wasn't a, it wasn't a blame. He looked at himself and he and he worked hard at his game. When he saw things might be not working, he asked for advice. He asked for ideas. Uh, and and went out and implemented them and tried them um, and and worked really hard at that. So so it was really about he was quite articulate about where he needed to get better. I always remember we talked um, at one stage we were talking about his bowling action, 
and um, and uh, it wasn't all that biomechanically sound. And we had a good discussion about it. And uh, he decided to stick with the way he was doing things. And subsequently, he's changed it. But um, it was a great conversation to have with him. So we talked about the benefits of doing things and, and, and maybe the benefits of not changing as well. So he was he was very astute in that sense that he... Um, he understood his own game really well, and 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 he also learned from his mistakes, which was fantastic. I know he's he's young, Mark, but everything you were saying to me now, you know, I track this guy. He sounds like a real cricket brain. Uh, he he sounds yeah. like a bloke that, yeah. come the end of his playing career, could be a great coach as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's got a very astute knowledge of the game, and um, as I say, he reads the game superbly well. It's always good having discussions around him, but certainly around his you know, tactically when he was bowling. Um, and he was also under a really good captain at, at Hibs by the name of Troy Johnson. Troy's a really sort of energizer, energizer bunny, really, really proactive, and would try things. and um, And I think they bounced ideas off each other, you know, a hell of a lot. And they're still quite good mates and teammates. And um, um, you know, they, they they certainly worked hard together to um, to develop their tactical now. But yeah, Rutchen is very much a cricket nuffy, a cricket brain. Yeah. Uh, when you started working with Rutchen, what sort of uh, what sort of cricket is not probably the right term, but where do you think Rutchen saw himself uh, as a cricketer? I mean, because I know he's opened the batting, but he's been a, a seven at Test level and been an all rounder as well. You mentioned his bowling. I mean, it sounds yeah. like uh, he wants to do everything. Absolutely, he's just one of those guys who just wants to do the, be the best cricket he can be and wants to be able to fulfill a variety of roles. In, in all honesty, I thought Ricardo initially that he was going to be a bowler who batted. But I think the 2020 game and the lure of 2020 and the ability to hit the ball hard, I think he always admired that and, and wanted to hit the ball six rows back. You know, that was, uh, that was one, of the, one of the things that certainly thrilled him and excited him. And, uh, and I think he also wanted to play all formats of the game. You know, he wanted to play test cricket and he would be the best test cricketer he could possibly be. Best one-day cricketer, which I think he's, you know, he's right on track. And, and also wants to play 2020. He wants to play the shorter version of the game and become an asset in that space. So, yeah, he's the universal man. The Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. It was a couple of years back now. Uh, the Black Caps had a tour of India, three test uh, tour of India, and mm-hmm. at the time Gary Stead, I, I think uh, Mitch Sandler was either injured or just out of favour, out of form, and he was looking for a spinning all rounder that could bat seven and, and give you some yep. overs with the ball. And you know he was very effusive about Rachin's future. Uh, Rachin played all yep. three tests on that. Uh, then we went yep. to England, and all of a sudden he disappears up to Durham, and, and Michael Bracewell got brought in. What did you make of yep. that time? And I, I'm sure you had conversations with Rachin. How did he deal with that? Yeah, I think it was testing time for him, but I, I think it's also also an awareness in the young guy. He was very, he's really astute and aware around around what's required and um, and and where he needs to go and what he needs to do. And obviously, I think one of the things about that is it's obviously obviously an obvious disappointment. But he's always been able to overcome those. His strength of character and his mind is such that. You know, he sees that as a challenge and something that he wants to work, that obviously he needs to work harder at. Um, so I think that there's, there's a very definite resilience there, very, a great strength of character. And he's he's always been like it, ever since he was a young fella. You know, things tried him, things stepped on him, things got in the way, but he always overcame those things. So it's a, a true test of his character, and, and, and that's what he is. That's who he is. He's a, he's a very fine young man. Mark, do you see him as a future um, skipper of the Black Caps? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, 
He, I mean, it's, I think it's a role he could do. I think it's certainly something he could do. But I, I, I like. I think Rachi likes to kind of be in the background a little bit. He likes to be the performer, the, the one who gets on with the job. Um, uh, there's no reason why he couldn't. Um, but yeah, I, I think he. I think. I think it's, certainly the jury's out on that. I. I, I think he. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I'm, 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 I know I'm sitting on the fence here, but um, yeah, I think he could do it. It's a role he could fulfil, but um, but I think he would prefer to be the guy who does the job. Yeah, it's, it's no, an interesting interesting you say that, Mark, because I, looking at the way he plays the game, uh, you know, he, he plays, obviously he plays spin very well, he's very good, very wristy sort of player. Uh, he yep. strikes me as the sort of player that when Kane hangs up the gloves, he could do that role in the New Zealand Test team. I know that yeah. uh, he's been used yep. at seven, but where if you were in Gary Stead's shoes uh, and had to put him anywhere in that batting lineup for the Test team, where would you be putting him? He's a three for me. He's a three. I think he's a three. I think he can shore an innings up. You know, he, if, if things happen pretty quickly, he's a, yeah, put it this way, he's a three or a four. But... Um, because your best player usually bats at four, don't they? I mean, um, but for me, he's a, if, if, yeah, yeah. If, if Williamson sticks around and, and, and Kane continues to play, um, I, I would like to see Rachi at three and see those two bat together a lot more. Mm, yeah, that'd be, that'd be absolutely. That kind of left-right combination, you know, that, that, that's always going to work well. Yeah, I mean, and in terms of um, Plunkett Shield, I know he's opened at Plunkett Shield. We've talked about where he's batting yeah. at Test, where he's batting at um, uh, in, in the One Dayers as well. Um, in terms of his future, I mean, you've said that he wants to play all forms of the game. Obviously, you get paid yep. playing playing the white ball stuff a bit more than you get paid yep. playing the red ball stuff. Where do you think yep. his focus at the age he is now will be? Yeah, the age he is now probably it's white ball, but. I know he wants to be the best test cricketer in the world, if he can be. Um, I know test cricket has a real, he has a real fondness for the longer vision game. Um, he loves the longer mm. vision game. But as a young man now, I guess um, you've got to make hay while the sun shines and, and do what you do best. And, um, and um, yep, go where the money is, perhaps. Hey, Mark, do you see, do you see um, the Black Caps getting a win over India or India just too good? Oh, I tell you, that's, I'd love to see a two-wicket win over them. I'd put all the pressures on the Indians. So, mm. you know, I think, I think one of the great things about the Black Caps is they're so adaptable and they learn pretty quickly. They're just the side that are... And they've got loads of guys who can just contribute so markedly in their lineup. Um, and, and they're a tenacious bunch of fighters. And that's what I love about that side, is they always show fight and they love, they love getting into the fight. There's always smiles on their faces. They're always enjoying themselves. And and certainly, it's um, for me, it's a pretty exciting exciting prospect uh, to play India again. India are in dominant form, and certainly they are um, you know they're forced to be reckoned with. But um, yeah, God, I'd love to see a little tight two wicket win there. Be great. How good, how good would wonderful. that be, mate? And oh, the second the so second semi final, something tells me you might have a horse in that race as well. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, not, I think not really, th- mate. Not not. The rugby, rugby and cricket are very different. <laughs> uh, right. uh, but, uh, you know, uh, going back to 99, Lance Kluzner, I think uh, you, uh, the South African team owe Australia one, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they certainly do. They certainly do. Yeah, it would be great to great to see that happen again. But And also, I think um, I think our Black Caps are Australia one. Oh, South Africa one too, so it would be big fighting. 
Yeah, mate, that'd be fantastic. Mark, I really appreciate your time coming on and giving us some, some background around uh, Rachin as a player and no, as a kid, as a, as, a, as a cricketer and as an athlete. Really appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, keep up the good work uh, at Cricket well, Wellington, mate. You're bringing them through. My, my, my pleasure, mate. And I've, I've really enjoyed talking to you. It's always good to talk about a, a young man who's, yeah, taking his place in the world, really. Yeah, 100%, Mark. Go well and enjoy those cricket semi-finals. Eh? Hopefully it's a uh, New Zealand-South yes, Africa final and we might, might, maybe we can get you on again. Yeah, very excited about that. Thank you very much. Take good Cheers. Care. Thank you. Cheers, Mark. You too. Uh, yeah, coaching director of Cricket Wellington, now Mark Borthwick there with us. And uh, yeah, some good insight into a young mm. Rachin and particularly, you know, that point in time that I was talking about there, Kempi, where... You know, there, was, there were a lot of positive things said about Rachin's game in that tour of India, and he played all three test matches, and they get to England, and they bring Michael Bracewell in for him and send him off to play county mm. cricket, and just how resilient he was to be able to overcome that. Yeah, yeah well, that was that was shining through, wasn't it, with Mark's uh, conversation around his resilience and, and just how he, he went about his business. Work ethic was very strong right from an, a young age, and he had no hesitation in saying that he sees him as a three, of, three or four in, inside the team. Um, which was leading me towards the question, like, can he captain or skipper the, the black caps? You know, because someone like that, with that type of, uh, I guess, men, uh, mental amplitude to, to, to apply how to get the job done, would be someone that you'd look at as a future captain. So I, I, don't, I, I think it's, you know, Richard's got it all in front of him. I think that's what Mark was saying. And he writes his own checks, like he determines his own future and hopefully he, he rewrites those books tomorrow night when they take on India and uh, gets through that one. Because it, it will, the win against India will change his life. Mm. Oh, mate, I mean, I, I remember I worked with, uh, I've told you this before, but I, I worked with Simon Dool uh, for a while at another radio station. And I remember talking to him about, he took, I think it was at the Basin, I'm pretty sure, and he took five for... Uh, he took a five-wicket bag against India in a test match. That changed his life, right? And that was in test mm. cricket here in New Zealand against India, but all of a sudden he was getting inv- invitations to go to India and coach their fast bowlers. He became an overnight sensation. He became, like, you know, even though he had helped a New Zealand team get the better of their team, they recognised how good he was, and they and then it was open arms, and he got invited to play in all the golf pro-ams. He got invited to run coaching mm. clinics that really opened the doors for Dooley in the subcontinent. Well, that's right, and we still see his face on on TV. So it's gone past past the cricket into his his own personal life now as he's getting older. And I think the same thing. Like like Richard will be sitting there thinking, you know, if I can go out there and two billion people are watching me, not million billion, yeah, um, people are watching me through cricket. Um, eyes, it, it, it is a, a an actually life changing event. Um, get to get a win against India, so you know this is this is more than well when you say it more than a game. It definitely, it's the, probably the biggest game that he'll play in his life. Oh, potentially, potentially it is. Yeah, and uh, looking forward to that Wednesday night New Zealand time. Of course, nine thirty it starts. We'll have live commentary of both. Cricket World Cup semi-finals right here on SENZ, so make sure you stay tuned and you can listen on your transistor radio under the covers at night like you used to do when you were a kid, eh? That's how good.